The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. See, come on. I have to wait a little bit sometimes, y'all, because I'll, I have done lives before, and I said this in the last live or the live before, that I'll do lives, and I'm steady talking, but it doesn't start when I started it, when I watched the playback. So I'll just wait just a little bit. So I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash help me to find out how I may do that. A list of resources that may help you do that. So they, uh, what did I title this? YouTube, I'm gonna need y'all to like put it right at the top so people can know what they titled their lives. Um, you can't help them. I think I titled this, you can't help them. And you know, some people get offended when you say that because they're like, no one is without hope. Y'all can do all things. You're wrong. How could you say that? My husband would make fun of me right now. When I make that little voice, he laughs at me. But that's my voice when I hear those kind of people saying things when, you know, uh, people say that when they don't really have wisdom about healthy relationships. And they are usually in relationships that are pretty healthy, so they don't understand the importance of setting boundaries to save your soul from toxic people. Or they are like someone left in a live chat comment the other day they're desensitized to what they're in. And so they just believe these lies. But I'm here to help tell you and encourage you if you are dealing with someone who is toxic and some of you are coming to understand that more as you watch these videos because you've been in the cycle so long, you thought it was normal. And now you're realizing it's not normal. The most high says that I don't have to live like this. Are you serious? Like, oh my gosh, I'm waking up. But some of you already know and um, have hope. But there is a such thing as a false hope. And that false hope is what scripture talks about. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Peace, Nayoka. And so there is a hope that we can foolishly conjure up because we are having hope for someone who is not behaviorally contributing to that belief. What do I mean by that? You don't get to just have hope for somebody and there is, they're not indicating any, any kind of behavioral change because what's going to happen is you're going to get sick because you keep hoping, but it is a false hope, right? Now, am I saying that you just give up on people? You can't just give up on people, Zara. Look, my relationship with my husband prior to us getting married is a prime example. I did not give up on him, but when I realized that he was going to be unable to make me a priority, like scripture says the wife should be, I gave him his ring back. And peace, Andriana. I gave him his ring back and was like, I asked him a question so that, so that I could just make sure I wasn't, you know, seeing it wrong. Peace, Randy Powell. Peace, Latifah. And he validated what I already knew. I loved him. 
I never gave up on him, but I had to set a boundary and that relationship ended at that time. That's, he, that's what, you know, he chose. I said, this is the boundary. You rocking with it or not, he wasn't rocking with it. He was angry with me for a long time, but the boundary was very necessary. While we were separated, I did not give up on him. I actually tried to move on, and the Most High had challenged and called me to do something specific for his life. The Most High don't always call you to do that. Sometimes I talk to women, and they're like, Zara, if the Most High did it for you, he going to do it for me. No, boo-boo. We all got different callings. We all got different assignments. The Most High ain't calling you to where he called me to. Don't take up, don't pull it, don't, don't snatch that assignment for yourself and it wasn't handed to you, okay? Because trust me, it wasn't an assignment that I wanted. I actually kind of, kind of fought the Most High on it for a minute. And so for real, for real, the Most High kind of just wore me down. And I couldn't even sleep until I, I submit. I was upset. I'm like, y'all, what about me? I'm hurt. Like, why he on, long story. But anyway, setting a boundary with someone and understanding that you are not a healthy hope for me right now does not mean you gave up. It means that you are caring for your heart. You are guarding and keeping your heart like the scripture calls us to. That's, what's, that's what you're doing. Keep your heart with all diligence. That's just what, that's what you're doing. You're just obeying the wisdom of the most high. Okay. Peace, Jasmine Thomas. Um, so keep in mind that when I offer some of the tips that I'm about to offer, I am not saying that it means we give up all hope on people. They, you will not, there's nothing that the most high can do with them. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that when people show you who they are, you need to believe them. If Yah chooses to make them into something else, then you can believe who Yah made them into be. But don't you, like my YouTube community tab today said, don't you see a fairy tale when it's a demon there? Use fairy tale, which ain't even Yah anyway. Fairy tale. Ooh, he's going to be this. She's going to be that. And it ain't no, you, you ain't got, you ain't, there ain't no proof that that's true. That's all your hope. That's all your, peace Tiffany Moore, that's all your created that. You created that. And now when all of the trouble comes, then you want to blame y'all and say, why didn't y'all? No, we have a responsibility to, to exercise wisdom and discernment. So when I titled this video, you can't. Um, they, what did, what did I title it? You won't change. You can't change. I don't remember what, what I titled it. Just keep those things in mind. So I want to read something real quick because my phone about to die. I thought I had charged it, but I didn't. Um, from second uh, Thessalonians. Dang y'all. I think it's second, second Thessalonians six verses 10 and 11. If it's not chapter six, I will update it in the comments because. I forgot to put the chapters cut off on my little notes right here. But it says, thank you, Tiffany Moore. You can't help them. Thank you. Second Thessalonians, and I believe it's chapter six, but I could be wrong. Verse 10, for even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, that if any would not work, that if any would not work, 
that if any would not work, did you hear me? That if any would not work, neither should he eat. Neither should he eat. That if any would not work, neither, neither, however you want to say it, should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you so disorderly, so disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. I'm reading from the separate version. I want us to realize something. I want us to realize something. People that really want help, you know it's a common saying, you can't help someone who won't help themselves, or you can't help someone that don't want help. You know what I mean? Oftentimes we love so hard and we can see something so clear and the other person can't, we wanna see it for them. So we try to like start doing things for them and giving them things and kind of forcing our way into changing them never works. Never, you're gonna frustrate the, the life out of you. Never works. The never works. And we forget, and I know a lot of people use 2 Thessalonians, I believe it's chapter six. I'm so, my bad, y'all. Um, we often see this scripture talking about, you know, financial. Like if you don't work, you ain't got no money to buy no food. But I want us to think about it in a sense of if you don't work for your wellness, if you are not also working to keep your heart with all diligence, neither should you eat the fruit of wellness. Sometimes the fruit of a healthy relationship or a relationship period with me. Walking around disorderly, walking around disorderly, busybodies. Oftentimes, these people that we're trying to help, they're full of strife, busy, just busy doing all kind of stuff, but ain't really working. See, when you're working for your healing, there's a humility that you have. People that are really trained to help people, they understand this, that when a person approaches you, if they got a, a pride and an arrogance, you already know as a helper, you can't help them. There is a humility that brings you low enough to receive the help that you need. If you think you already know, you already, I don't really need you. I'm just saying, I need you. And I said that, but actually I'm really good. I'm sorry. Why did you, I'm sorry, wait, what? You wait, what? I need you, but you don't know better than me. I need you, but on my terms. Ever met people like that? You, it, it has to, they have to be at a certain level of humility for you to really help them. And oftentimes when they're really ready for help, one of the signs is that they have a level of humility. Look at all the people Yahusha helped. They was, they was, they was hunting him down for help. They like, if I could just touch the end of his humility on the ground, the lady with the dogs, I ain't came the food to the dogs. I came for Yashara. Humility. So one of the signs of a person that really wants help is it's a humility that they have. Oftentimes, we don't see no humility nowhere, but we got all of this hope and swear we can help change them. You can't. You don't even possess that power. 
You can't help them if they don't have no humility. You can't help them if, like this scripture is, they don't even want to do work. It's a level of work that people have to be doing in order for you to partner with them on their journey to whatever goal they're trying to meet. And this is not just for people like me that's a counselor and a coach. This is something that I do ask on my forum. What are you doing? What steps are you taking currently for the issue that you have? I look at stuff like that because I want to know, are you invested in, in anything right now? Or are you going to come in here and depend on me to do everything for you? And sometimes when people, I see they're not doing nothing, I'm like, mm, not even doing nothing. You're not doing nothing for you waiting like the dude at the well. Remember? Yahushua, like, what you doing, bruh? Why you sitting up here? Because, man, every time I try to go down there, somebody step in front of me. I can't never get down there. Um, are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? And that's how some people are. There's so many complaints. They're not doing no work. So, like, 2 Thessalonians, I believe it's chapter 6, verses 10. If any would not work, neither should he eat. If that person ain't doing they work, why should they eat from your life? You ain't doing nothing. You ain't making a phone call to a counselor. You ain't doing a Google search to find one. You ain't listening to a podcast. You ain't got a book. 310, thank you, Randy Powell. Second, thank you, Randy Powell. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Thank you. Verse 10 and 11. You ain't doing nothing for your wellness, but you want to eat from the table of the people who are. This scripture right here, I mean, if you go further down, this they have nothing to do with them. You a busybody, you disorderly. You working against my healing with all this busyness you got going on with your mouth, all the gossip and the strife you trying to stir up and all this, you know, just everything opposite of the Ruach. Ain't doing no work. Neither should you eat. See, people use this scripture about money. If you don't work a job, then you shouldn't be having no attitude that you ain't got no money get a job right this is the same thing why would you have an attitude that i won't let you eat from my table by communing and being fellowship with me why are you mad at me because i won't let you eat from this table since you don't work you're doing nothing to be a healthy well sound heart and mind believer. And then what you do, people like that, they mooch off of you. They drain you. So I just wanted to encourage us to remember a person who was doing absolutely nothing towards their wellness. is not a person that you should be expecting to change. How? They're not doing nothing. Even when the most high does something, it's, it's something in us that is usually, in most cases, that he notices about the heart, unless he's just going to use you for something specific, right? But in most cases, there's, there's a humility, there's something that he's able to use 
to change or mold. There's some event, there's some breaking, there's something that happens in the heart that he can then use. Because see, if he give you certain things that you want and set your life up in a certain way, but your heart is not in a position to manage it well on his behalf, you're just going to mess people's lives up. You're going to cause a whole hot mess, which is a lot of people are doing, which is a sign of you. Yeah. But anyway, I want us to re recognize that the majority and, you know, Yahusha healed so many people, but they were chasing him down for the healing. They were doing work that people getting trying to get through tops of roofs is into houses and pulling the bottom of the guard. I mean, they would, they was desperate for it, which is why I often say, are you ready to do the work? Cause I am not going to do it for you. And neither should anybody else have to, this is your heart, your life, your responsibility. But when you humble yourself and you start to take efforts and steps towards your healing and your wellness, you will be surprised how the most high will bring people into your life to support that and help you along the way. So I just want us to be conscious that we cannot change people. You know the saying, the popular saying, that you can't change people that don't want help. However, I would like us to also realize 2 Thessalonians 3.10, if somebody is not doing the work, neither should they eat. This is not just financial. If they ain't doing the emotional work, neither should they eat the fruits of a healthy relationship or be having access to you. What are you doing? And don't get fooled either. I talked about this in a previous live. Um, it was called, that doesn't mean they love you. It got to be consistent. It got to be a pattern. It can't be no one-time hit and miss thing. And they can't be doing it because of you. They can't be doing it because of you. Because if they're doing it because of you or because you asked, I've been working with people for, for a pretty hot minute. Married couples and all that. When I see a married couple and the one person, usually the wife is the one that's bringing the couple in, the husband don't really want to be there. He don't. He don't. He'll make that clear. I'm doing it because my wife want to do it. That's a huge red flag for me because that means this isn't a priority for you. So you basically being dragged along. Don't want to do the work. Neither should you eat. Don't want to do the work in your relationship. Neither should you eat from a healthy relationship. The fruits of that. Do you know how many fruits of a healthy relationship you can feed from? It's not just, and what I'm talking about, um, what they consider romantic relationships, it's not just sex. It's not just good sex that you get from a romantic relationship. When a woman is loved well, the lens she will go for you, you're talking about she don't want to submit, that means you ain't loving her well. That means you ain't doing no work, neither should you eat. I'm just saying. Yeah, we, we are responsible for our role, but I'm just saying. If you ain't doing the work, how you gonna eat from a, a marriage where you feel like there's a mutual submission? Same thing for a husband. When that husband feel respected and loved, the things he will do, the things he will do. But again, we can't do it because somebody else wants us to do it. We have to do it because we do, because we want to, because we wanna do it. You can't be wanting more for somebody than they want for their own self. Who do you think you are? The Messiah? Who do you think you are? The Most High? They don't even want this for themselves. But here you come, trying to be a little mini savior. 
That's the issue. Guard your heart, keep your heart. Be responsible for you. When somebody shows you who they are, when they're not doing no work, neither should they eat from your life. I'm not saying that's going to be forever, but I'm trying to help you avoid a lot of pain because scripture says hope deferred makes the heart sick. You go, it's going to make your heart sick every time because you keep having such a false hope. You have a hope with nothing, nothing. You, you, you have a hope in, in something that is not proving to be worthy of the hope. I'm not saying a person got to be perfect, but they got to be doing some kind of work. This is all through the scripture. Verse 11, 2 Thessalonians 3. Walking among you all disorderly, working not at all, but a busybody. Just busy. Just busy doing nothing. Guard your heart, y'all. Have wisdom. Stop letting toxic people manipulate you. Stop letting toxic people drag you down into the mud stop letting toxic people have you walking around here losing having your hair shedding having your hand shaking having you losing weight because you don't eat because you stressed out having you feeling like you going to the doctors and they keep telling you ain't nothing wrong having you walking around feeling like you losing your mind Gaslighting you, making you feel like you crazy for wanting to hold them accountable to the truth. Stop letting toxic people do that to you. When they show you who they are, believe them. A person who ain't doing no work toward their wellness ain't changing. So you can't change them. You can't do that. You don't possess that power. I'm Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Visit ZaraHearson.com slash help me for a list of resources. They may help you do just that. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHearson.com for more resources. Y'all bless.